Hey guys, before we start the show, I want to let you know that we set up a Patreon to give you more ways to support what we do here at Ballin' and VA. There are different tiers available and anything that you can contribute goes a long way. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Ballin' and VA. Man, we just keep bringing it, bringing it, bringing it to Joe and Pride of Northside. We got another one, one of the great guards that came out of 2013. Man, he played at John Marshall. What you average, man? About what? About 20 some points a game? About my senior year, probably 18, 20 well, points. Okay, well, I was I, close. I, I, was, I was averaging like. 23, 24 points. Totally okay. got to him right, though. See? See, I was close. But um, he he's doing some big things in the community, man. You know, Barden Heights. You know, he got his uh, AAU team, zero excuses. Right. And what I want to do, everybody, I want to recognize this young man. Like I said, me and him had a – I thought it was going to be a five-minute conversation. up being about an hour that day. Yeah. And I want everybody to – Give it up for my man, Mr. G. Dean. Yes, sir. Yeah. What's happening, G? Not much cooler, man. Uh, it's an honor to be on here, man. Man, I appreciate you, man. I got all the John Marshall greats, man. It's like, you know, every time I turn around, I think it's going to be stopping. I got to go another one. I got another one. Got another one. Right. And it's just like, man, but, you know, I'm going to look off for my hometown, Northside, Highland Park, Barton Heights, Definitely. everything, man. So what's been going on with you, bro? Um, nothing, nothing really. Um, just heavy with my AAU team. Um, I enjoy like the growth as a person mm -hmm. with me. Um, but also enjoy the growth of being on the other side of the basketball world. Um, to being the head coach of my AAU team. Um, you know, think taking the game serious it was mm -hmm. always just in my blood. But as I got to high school on the high school level of playing under coach Tartrell White mm -hmm. but coach White under coach Black um coach Black knowledge for the game was just so crazy and just uh, I never had nobody work me out until like I met coach Rudy of course like mom and and, and pops pops played with me in the backcourt or I mean on the backyard or I'm outside down Ford and playing or you know, going up to Powhatan, dad just taking me to hoop. But, like, Coach Rudy was, was definitely a big part of my journey of, of working out. And then, therefore, on, I went to Juco, went to Virginia Union, met a wise coach, Coach Lukeman. I learned a lot from him. But I didn't honestly take soak in the game until it was all late. Right. The so maturity like, level kicking. Yeah, so I definitely, as I got older, like, my IQ for the game is just like, it's impeccable. Like, you know, cause when I'm watching basketball now, I'm not just watching my favorite player. I'm watching the Sassman run. I'm watching Kobe Bryant footwork. You know, I look at old old NBA. So like, I definitely say I'm a student of the game, but I say all that to say like Coach Black, um, definitely Coach CT when I, when I played for him and, and Coach Rudy, like they really gave me that love that love, love for the game. Like I always had the love for the game, but shout out to them. 
man. Shout out to all those guys, man. Those are team loaded guys. Definitely. Ty White, Coach Black, Rudy. Definitely. And 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 CT John Marshall, one of the finest and he was on here earlier in June, man, you know. So I know you saw that episode. Yeah, no question. You know. So you 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 got some great guys there, man, and great organization, you know, with team loaded and doing those things, man. So I, I saw you balling in that in, in that in that summer league, man. And the things that you saying. That, that IQ, man, the way you was dropping off them passes, man, get crafty getting them shots, man. So I know it had to come from somewhere, man. So Definitely. let's go back down memory, man, memory lane and then start it up, man, and just, just tell us what's been going on and how where did everything start. I honestly, you know, my father, my father, Gerard, mm -hmm. you know, um, he's from Jackson Ward. People used to tell me my dad was nice, but also my father, Kareem, you know, People don't know that's my stepfather, but I call him my real dad because you know he came in and, and did his job as a man. So if you when you watch this, dad's all all love to you. Um, mm -hmm. But starting down Woodcroft, um, mm -hmm. Genesee Road, I think I lived in like fifteen oh eight, fifteen oh four. Okay. Um, had a basketball court always, and it was one of the basketball courts you had to put on your shoulder and drag it to the parking lot. Oh wow! And I'd be out there all day. You know, and I ain't gonna sit here and act like I was one of them dudes that hopped off the porch. Mom didn't really let me go far. So, mm -hmm. you know, I had to ask, like, Mom, can I go to this place? And Mom, I couldn't just go, but played right there um, all day, all day, all day. Then some days we'll just take the cut and walk up um, to Bill Rob, no, not Bill Robinson, Montrose, mm -hmm. right up there. So my stomach grounds was church here in Fordham. Okay. I played all day, all day from sun up to sundown. Like, um, then my sister came along, Paris, and Paris McBride, right, Highland Springs, I, right. I didn't want, I didn't want a little brother. Honestly, shout out to Paris. <laughs> so me having my little sister, it just. I knew I had eyes watching, so now I became a coach. Okay. So, like, to her. So I'm working out with her, and it's, it's going down memory lane. I think we probably moved when I was 13 because I was going to middle school, um, moved to Verona. And sister getting older now, I remember I used to shoot the ball and have her doing rebound jib. <laughs> she don't know I was playing her, though, just to get my shots mm -hmm. up. But, um, <laughs> you know, Mac Yaki. I've been new Yaki, but Yaki Johnson. Yes, sir. Brother, that's a brother of mine. Shout out to Yaki, man. Definitely, definitely. Like, he definitely was a part of my my toughness. We went to a run together. And honestly, our JV team, we used to beat our varsity at practice. And this is football, his at, basketball. No, basketball. And, and I'm looking at Yaki as a football player. So I, I can't imagine him playing basketball until I he, see him now. He, he was just an athlete. Right. So, um, you know, me, Yaki, B5 that went to um, yep. and Ryko. And Ryko. We had Walsh and Brandon Wood. We just had, a, I would say we was Henrico, where Henrico was on that varsity. Mm -hmm. We was them on the JV. And honestly, if we would have kept that squad together, like, it would have been something special. But, you know, guys just felt like that system wasn't, like, going to varsity, that system wasn't right. Right, right. I was playing with Team Loaded at the time. Um, People don't know I went to Trinity. Yeah, when you when you told me that, I'm like, you went to Trinity Episcopal. Yeah, and, and you know what? I honestly wish I would have stayed at Verona, mm -hmm. like um, to finish off with some of the guys that I knew. 
Okay. But it, it was just like a me trying to, I wanted it right now. And like, um, I guess the attitude wasn't always there. Okay. So I, I just wanted it. I ain't want to hear what no coach had to say because I knew I was that guy. You know, like that's that's how I felt. So I, honestly, I played JV there and I felt like I should have played varsity. And I'm like, what is it? Why I'm not on varsity? And I guess politics kick in, or maybe they don't. Maybe some coaches didn't see the fit, but I found my home at, at John Marshall. And um, over my junior year, I struggled. Not not so bad. You and know, Ty played, White was there at this Yeah, time. Ty White was there. And that's where I learned a lot from Coach Black. Um, just was teaching me how to be a point guard. Like, I wanted to score. You know, in high school, you want to you hear your name on the intercom. Right. You know, um, I'm like, they, don't, they ain't going to call all the sis and on the intercom. So, but I had two hell of a scores, Willie and Tutu. So, yeah, we had Willie and Tutu on the show, man. Right. So, they was calling me Rondo at the time. You know, I didn't shoot the ball so well. So, my, my getting to the rack game or passing game was crazy. But then that's. That summer came after we lost to him right, go to regionals. Okay. And, you know, I heard Willie was like, um, not to put it all on G Dean, but <clears throat> you can't because we wasn't a family. That's the reason why we didn't win. Okay. That's the core I tell you about the Henrico guys. Them dudes was family. Like, Tim can look Jordan in the eyes as he coming up. And Tim already knew. He already knew what he was gonna do. You. And it was crazy. Like, I'm like, yo, and I didn't want to admit it, but I'm like, bro. These dudes, bro. We got Marshall Lee, Big Will, Willie Tutu. Like, I'm Willie was one of the. I'm not gonna say I looked up to him. It's but, Willie Mangle. But I, yeah, I, I admired his game. Okay. You know, like the man was had an NBA, got an NBA size frame body. Yeah, you man. Know what I'm saying, and, cause he looks small on the court, but when you stand beside him, right. Willie is big, right. man. He shoots the ball exceptionally well. Tutu. He's right-handed, but he's scoring with his left, left hand. And I'm like, wow. So as we lost regionals, um, this time we was living with my grandma. Who did y'all lose to? Henrico. Henrico. Lost okay. Henrico. So we didn't make it to States. Oh, okay. So um, me and my homeboy, we outside shooting shooting on the basketball court outside. And I looked at him. I said, bro, I'm going to make it to States. This on my son. I said, I said, I'm going to make it to States. I say, I ain't saying I'm going to win, mm -hmm. but I'm going to make it back. Because okay. just that feeling of playing in it, we used to call it the seed. Or, like, I remember we used to get on Twitter, like, we got to get in the lab. So that summer, I was with Coach Rudy all summer, play AAU with um, Cody Martin, Kayla Martin. Um, yeah, I remember them boys. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Huston, um, Jonathan. I was a starting point guard on that, on that squad. Wow. So, like, that summer – it was in Nevada or yeah, something like that, that. That summer, and then I, I, I started, I went up to Jersey for that whole, like, after basketball was over, I was back and forth to Jersey. So when I came back, it was up. It was up when anybody stepped front in front of me. Okay. And them Hollis Springs guys know. <laughs> you know, it, it ain't no disrespect. Like, we lost it. We lost the Hollis Springs. And the the benefit game. Okay. I had like twenty six. Curry had like thirty. Oh, um, Kurt Jones. Yeah, Kurt Jones. Okay, shout out and, to Kurt. And me and him went at it. Me and Kurt went at it in Trinity too. Like, um, I beat him one time at at, at Trinity. He beat me at Collegian. But them guys know, like, um, CJ Wiggs, when he counted, never beat me. 
<laughs> Even when we played Benedictine with Robert Johnson, Nick Capola, right? They beat us about three points. You know, okay. I, I missed the um, Mr. Buzzer beat at the end, but just us sticking right there. That's when John Marshall started to turn that page, right? On like being a family. But you know, like you said, you seen me in Love Day. Like you know, I, I seen all them guys, CJ and Kurt, Tutu, all them guys on here, like just talking about like the great like dudes that was like that in Richmond. I'm like. Yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into that. What's what's going on with that, man? Like, did you feel like you was kind of like, like disrespected because? I mean, I wouldn't say disrespected. Mm -hmm. Maybe forgotten. Oh, okay. That's a that's a good like, word. That's a good word. It's like how could you forget? Like, or how could you forget my mob? Like, only person that beat me in high school was um, Jimmy Marshall that played at Freeman. Okay. I heard a lot about him, but I didn't see him play. And we clapped them when it counted. Okay. Um, them Henrico guys, them, them Henrico guys was some different, and I, you know, it's, it's a respect thing for them. Like they was a family, but I, I wouldn't say like I feel disrespected, but it was like when you you talk about like some of the top dudes in Richmond, like. I feel like it ain't no cocky. I'm, I'm confident. I feel like my name should have been mentioned. We had a good, strong backcourt, me and Kwame Burton. Mm -hmm. A dog. Like, Kwame Burton is a dog. I would take him over any Shout day. He him, don't man. even have to be in shape. I'm taking him because he's going to bring that leadership. He's going to bring that family. He's mm -hmm. going to bring it. He don't care if he have four points. You know, like, it's it's been games when I've been forcing it. He looked me in my eyes like, bro, I'm going to get you your average. Just... Just calm down. And I'm mm -hmm. like, dang, somebody that unselfish. But that's the reason why Love Day, like, when Love Day, I said, you know, I was like, y'all must have forgot. Looking at this man, y'all, y'all, like, you came out that man, like you had a point to prove, bro. No question. Like I saw you, I was like, man, I said, and we talked before that. Yeah, we did. We talked that day, right? And you was like, man, no, I, I, I didn't like what I heard. He said, I just felt like, you know, like, how they going to forget me, man? And I, like I said, I, I'm glad that you corrected that, like, not disrespected, but, right. like, they forgot me. And I was like, okay. Right, like, right. I'm, he said, I'm going I'm to go at him today. Right. Because, I'm going to go at him. Because uh, CJ, like, I don't even know if we, like, the same age. You know, I, I don't know if we graduated. Well, I, yeah, he came out, like, 14. Fif 15, maybe? Okay, so, yeah, so that that's a little bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's all respect. But, you know, when we was in when we was in the gym with Coach Rudy and Coach Rudy had them keys to John Marshall, mm -hmm. man, CJ, no. I used to beat up on him. Shout out don't to get CJ, me man. Wrong. I'm talking about he's a hell of a player. And like, handle game is crazy. Oh, yeah, CJ, we dog. See, he's another one that pulls the window around him. Rana would have really been that team. Okay. You know, like, but. um, Who was coaching over there? Our head coach for Vossi was Coach McKee. Okay. And the reason why I wouldn't never work. Because he was, he had a talented mob that can go ISO or Kentucky, John Wall, Eric Blesser when they was there. Right. He wanted to run it like Freeman, deep run. And it was like. That's uh, not going to work. Yeah. Not, and that's, not, you know, Tahir Little was there. Like, yeah, that's a God I respect. Also, I said, when I talked to you, you know, they talked about Frank. And Frank is a hell of a player. You know, he he accomplished everything that we wanted to do. But in my backyard, the guys that I looked up to or Amaya was 
they was right there with me. Willie, Tutu, you had. Oh, I love Jarvis. Like man, he gets left off a lot. And you know what? It's it's so crazy now that like I told you, like as I started studying the game, I watched his game, and he brought me some Kobe similarities. Like he used to love to do the back tap. Right, his footwork is crazy. Like, and that's just me studying the game. Like his his footwork, his footwork is crazy. Like, and it's just like people game like Lil Malik. I love I love his game. Malik like, Johnson. He he remind me of a more skilled Pat Beverly because when he pick you up full court, you cannot play with that ball. You cannot. You you gotta put your you gotta put, you gotta put your hip on him, man. You know that's just you young and not knowing your players. You gotta learn the game. It ain't about. Oh, I gotta break them down. This is getting the job done, and that's right. what Coach Black used to tell me all the time: like, get the job done. Cheat in, get the job done. And as I got older, I, f- I figured out what he was talking about: like, just get the job done. No matter how you score a bucket, no matter how, no matter how that layup is, or or how that dunk is, it's still worth two points. No matter how far that three is, that's it's true. Still worth three points. That is true. So, a lot of people always like the kid that's come on the show. Everybody talks about Coach Black. And like I said, I've, you know, met him a couple of times, but I don't know him personally, you know, just being in the groups of people, man. But I didn't know that he had that much impact you know, on you guys, man. A lot of people, a lot of people ain't gonna say like people name, like just throw it out there. But like a lot of people say if he wasn't that John Marshall. Could he still? Could he still do it? Right. But you gotta think about this. I honestly think he can do it, no matter where you put him at. And the reason why I say this, he coached with Petersburg Elite before they was team loaded. That is true. And even though he had Frank Mason, they still was winning. But what about no guard that came through team loaded now is Frank Mason. Them guys was number one on the Garnet in the Adidas circuit, mm-hmm. and number number two. I just called Coach Black the other day. Like I don't even leave voicemails. I left him a voicemail, trying to figure out like um this press break we used to run in high school. Okay, I know it was called like four high four stack, but it wasn't no stopping it. Like it was like a three man weave. We was getting the layup out of there. So like. His knowledge, like, I, I take a lot from his book with coaching my AAU team, like, whether he knows it or not, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it ain't no disrespect to Coach White. Like, Coach White can coach, but I say Coach White is is um, a motivational speaker. Okay. Like, he give us that, you a dog. Nobody ain't waking up 6 o'clock in the morning like you. Right. And I took a page from his book. Okay. I took a page from Coach Black book. Okay. I took a page from Coach Rudy book. Mm-hmm. You know, I took a page from Lukeman book. Everybody that gave me a piece of their roses, I took it and built my own garden. So, man, that 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 is do and no and no. I'm gonna tell you, man. You when we got when you called me, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm I'm just meeting you. But that phone call, I didn't expect to go that long. Right. But what made me say, man, no, I I gotta have this brother on is because. You held yourself accountable for a lot of things. No question. And that's you being know, a man. You, right. you see what the name of the of the program is. Like zero excuses. Right. And for me, that's a lot because in this day and age, and we are a lot of pride for men, especially when it right. comes to certain things, especially things that we're passionate about. But you said it and you was like, no, man, you know, 
you know, they were trying to tell me back then, you know, with, with you know, Tutu and them was trying to show me that, you know, I'm handling the ball, but those guys, you, I got a wingman. I got two wingmans right. on each side of me. He was like, man, but I didn't get it. I right. didn't get right. it. It was, was like having – it was honestly – back then, bas- like me watching basketball, like I started to accept that I was wrong, though, that all right, gee – you don't shoot the ball so well. So I started to look at a lot of Rondo, you know. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> and right. And I realized, like, damn, this guy had Paul's Pierce, Ray Allen, KG. Yeah, dude, just just drive the car. Don't wreck it. And it, and it's just, it just about, like, knowing your role. Like, you know, Coach White used to give us this example of saying, one night, Somebody gonna be the state. Somebody gonna be the fork. Somebody gonna be the the cup. Somebody gonna be the scrub. Mm. But we all gonna eat. And I realized my senior year was was that year. Like y'all forgot because my freshman and sophomore year over at Iran, I did my thing. Mm. You know, so me coming over to John Marshall was new, and I felt like I had a lot of high expectations on me. I played with Team Loaded. I was from the East End. You know, I pulled it with the Armstrong. So it was like, man, did I make the wrong decision? But I'm glad I did choose the Marshall. Other than me wanting to stay at Verona, mm-hmm. I'm glad I, I did choose the Marshall because that's John Marshall, elite program. Man, it's it's Keith Twan always said, and I always say this, I talked to him the other day. As he say, it's the Mecca. Right. If you can make it in John Marshall with all the great players that came Definitely. through that program from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, if you can make it. Definitely. You, Definitely. you, you, you made it. And see, it was like hearing about John Marshall, like hearing about John Marshall, like living in the East End, like, Mom, can I go to John Marshall? Right. Please, Mom, can I go to John Marshall? And then just, you know, this we used to be on this thing called Bebo back in the day. So Tay Payne, he was the shooter at John Marshall. They used to be on there rapping. Mm. And I played for Barton Heights. Okay. So Barton Heights. Shout it was out to like, Barton Heights too, man. Yeah, shot, yeah big shout-outs to Coach Squeak. Big Squeaky, man. You know, yeah. like Coach George. Because they did a lot, like, a lot of some of the dudes I see today, like I feel like they definitely owe some roses to them guys because we wouldn't have made it to see twenty eight or twenty seven. Squeaky 26. been doing that for a long time, right? Man. So you had guys from Mosby, Jackson, Wood, Wookum, Southside, everywhere in that gym, Fordin, um, Holland Park, all in that gym. That's man. where I, that's where I first met Willie at. You know, um, honestly, that's where I first met Pip at Long Little Pip. You know, yeah, so rest in peace, man. You know, meeting them and then everybody said we looked alike, so I'm like, yeah, that's my brother. Point blank prayer. And it was just so cool. So it was like they was cool and they get hooped. And they went to John Marshall. So I'm like, I wanna go to John Marshall. Right. And then trade three, that was like honestly one of the first actual friends I really lost. And now I wasn't going to John Marshall. I was in middle school at the time. So when I got to John Marshall, like, and I got the right at number three, it was like that's right, yeah, because he was he was there with Travis and, right. and Randall and all of those guys, right, right, yeah, and he and yeah, I remember that man. So I, I had a good I had a good AAU I had a good AAU career. I would say like I played with Squires. On when Squires was 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 that team, mm-hmm. then I wound up going to Team Loaded. So. 
Who did you play for at Squires? Who was the coach then? Um, Coach Twan. Okay. The one that you know the um caught that little case. But that's that's here and there. You're right. Um but I I played with them. Um played I had a lot of like Dan not Danville. Yeah, Danville guys on my team. Okay. And and they was good. Like Gerard went to Detroit, um Trey. I think he played football. His dad was in the NBA. I mean NFL. Ahmad, um, my friend Mo, he was like from Stanford. Um, matter of fact, was one of the stiff. Nah, the stiff brothers one with me. He was on team loaded with me. Okay. But that's when I started to really see like that's when I I became cool with Akil Carr. I, I met him when I um we played against Team Melo and we went at it. So as as I transferred over to loaded, we was under him at the time. Okay. So like. I had a good AU, you know, and then shout out to Coach Carter, um, assist student athletes. Like, I was, I got my SATs late, so my 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 time was running, and I remember Texas A and M was my first offer. Mm -hmm. Um, didn't take that. Thing was a a, a a scarce of me leaving to go go out of school. Um, go out Why of is town. That? Why is that though? Um, a lot of players deal with that. Uh, I think. Honestly, at the time, I I didn't want to be away. I started feeling myself, okay. You know, start getting girls, and just like, bro, I want to stay. I want to stay somewhere close. Right. I really wanted to go up north because I knew my grandma was in New Jersey. So, you know, I'm not gonna act like I wasn't a fortunate kid. Like I ain't had no silver spoon, but you know, mom and dad, they they tried to give me what I asked for. So I'm like, man, I ain't trying to go that far because he tried to send me to a JUCO, New Mexico College. They was one of the top JUCOs at the time. They're, um, the coach that was there is at TC, TC, um, TCU now. Okay. So like, um, if I can go back, I definitely would tweak some things. Okay. But like, um, shoot, I'm here. Like I got an AU team. I got a handsome son. So it's like, I'm good, man, because now I know what it takes. And now, like, I'm happy because all the training that me and my sister never really had to train, like, other than her might going out to work with Coach Rudy, but I'll put in that work with her. So it's like, that's my pro, that's my first protege. Like, you know, so I know, like, I don't got to have a camera all, all in their face showing that I work. I was like, right. Like I really now. put that work in with her. So, like, from even her playing flag football to, us just playing around outside to Mr. Harris letting us into the Boys and Girls Club for an hour, 30 minutes to get it in. Like, I really put that work in with her. So, you know, she on her own now. So Yeah, how she been doing, man? Cause, um, like <laughs> she, she transferred. She transferred from um, Central. She's okay. at um, Moorhead in Kentucky. Okay. D1. So, you know, I, I can't wait to see, see what it brings. I think she's she's happy. Okay. She's happy with she at. And that's the main thing. And, um... Why, why we why we talking about that for your athletes? It ain't about where you're playing at or where you going or just because they high made you go where you gonna play at. Because one thing I did realize: if you nice, the agents are going, the overseas is going to hit you, the NBA going to hit you, the G League going to hit you. The point is to get paid for it. Of course, everybody want to go to the NBA, but once you start getting paid to do what you love, you, you made it. You know. Man, I appreciate you saying that because a lot of people don't understand that. Right. And, you know, about you being, you know, in that grind, you know, a lot of kids, they just think that, okay, well, if I get here and if there's big schools, I'm, I'm going to go there first. Or right. Instead of trying to, you know, sit down and weigh your options. And then talk to some of some of these old, uh, other guys that have been through the process. 
But, you know, that that's a whole different story, man. But I want to ask you a question while we on this. And, and I saw some, somebody brought it to my attention this week. What's up? The assist. What's what's going on with him, man? Because <laughs> I, I, I'm just be honest with you, man. You know, I hear so many mixed messages or things about him because I never had to use him for anything. But I hear that he's picking up and moving, going to Charlotte. I think. I think. And he said that. I think it's we won't showing him no love. I man. think it's fifty fifty with him. Okay. But also, like, um, Joel and B said it best, like. Trust the process. Honestly, I can say kids are not hungry as, like, my group or the group before me was. Like, okay. Honestly, I remember going to my first assist, like, opening run or, or his camps, jam-packed. Okay. Like, and I knew it was some serious because I seen him hit Ryko dudes in there. Okay. Tim Jordan, um, maybe Marvin. Seen, seen a lot of people, even from before me, like, Chuck, rest in peace, Chuck. Like seeing them guys in there balling, and you know we had on the um, top forty-eight camp shirts, shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think like it's just the frustration now. Like a lot of people look at it like this. Like now we're we're coming from the business side, so and I'm a hustler, so you know. Indeed. A a, a lot of people look at it like when you when you having an event. And we're in a recession right now. Exactly. So when you when you're having an event, they want to know why it's twenty five dollars at the door. And yeah, everything. People don't know that the gym might cost you eight hundred to get, and, and that's not even for long because he, break it he, down. He run a he run a he run a business. He running some more than me. I might just have one game. Okay. So he might be all day. So his gym time might be cost like twelve some. Mm-hmm. Then you got. Got to pay the security, forty dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Food, you know, was that's gonna make your money back? Um, let me see. Oh, referees. Oh. So now he getting more refs than me. So every ref probably wants sixty dollars a game. So right. now if you got one, two, three, four, got four refs, you breaking them one twenty each game. Mm-hmm. So now that. Then you got to pay your workers because, you know, you can't run a show by yourself no matter what you think. You know, like I got my food truck. I can't run that thing by myself. Right. Big shout out to Naya for helping me with that because, like, I cannot run that by myself. Without my parents or, or like, my family, I will be lost. Mm. But back to the the business size of, of the, like, the gym, to his program, like, um, so it's $25 at the door. You might have some people complaining or might want discounts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, it's on social media all the time. Nobody ever asks Gucci or Dior or anything for discounts. So why That's ask true. your brother or your sister for that discount? Like, pay that man that money. Because actually what he's doing, and I'm not going to say act like he, from my knowledge, I don't know nobody that he got into a high major D1. I know some low majors, mid majors, but I lie to you not. When it's crunch time, his phone be blowing up with dudes that realize they're not going D1 or don't have no offers calling okay. his phone. And you know why I'm telling you this? Because I was in that position. Okay. And, Call, that, and that's what I want to know. Yeah, I was calling his phone. Coach, I need a school. Call him. Coach, put me out. Go in it. Because now you're getting desperate. Because all you know is basketball. You don't want to get no 9 to 5. You know what I'm saying? So now all you know is basketball. 
and his phone be jumping off the hinges. So I can understand Philly's frustration, but then again, I, I feel like he should sit back and and just paint the play Picasso a little bit more, paint the picture a little bit more, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because like the kids are not hungry for it. Right. Most kids want to be on. High- I didn't have a whole bunch. Of- I had one highlight tape. Like you had to be that dude, that dude, that dude right. to have a highlight. Right. You know, like, but now you got people that's not even that dude and they want highlights. Or that's all you see is highlights. Right. And you and you and the camera fool you. But I'm a coach, so I see like a highlight can make anybody look good. See, Kevin Kevin Hart played non-star game, then they can't play with I mean, you know, in the little celebrity game. Right. He got a whole highlight tape. They sure do. So you know, like I like the kids are not back to what I was saying. The kids are not hungry, so the gyms are not jam packed. So like you know, I f- he feel like he losing with that expert, with 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 that coming in to like all right, I'm gonna pack it up and go to another town. But you just you just like he don't even got to pack it up. You reach you start reaching out to other people from different areas. That's just like with my All Star game. You know, is even in the business they even gonna say yes or no? Right. You know, and even if they say yes, they still might don't come. That's true. You know, but you still got to put your all into it. You know, like, that's like my All-Star game, the first one I had. It was impact, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, because I got there late, and I was like, man, I was trying to support you, man. And I just, definitely, I said, my God, everybody was rolling out. Definitely, definitely. But I, I enjoyed it, you know, and I, I, I learned from, all right, I got to do this. I got to do that next year. I got to do this. I'm going to do this a little better. I got to tighten up with this. You know, and next year I'm thinking about, like, making it a community event. Like, because I only – I planned that in one month. So, like, if I would have been able to put that thing together for four months. Right. Flyers on people's cars, posts. You got to love – you got to love that hustle. You got to love that grind. This is anything you do. Like, and I think that's what basketball gave me, the – the discipline on the outside of the court. Okay. You know, like, um, shout out to Coach E, um, coached me for, for Team Loaded. Like, you know, dude used to always tell us, like, lead tips and stuff when we was in restaurants. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, my mom sent me $50. I ain't leaving no tip. Right. But you didn't understand that until you get older or, like, and I do it with my AU team. Like, um, for instance, if, if some girls walking behind us, none of my young men had not walked through that door first. Right, that door better that's be right. open. You know, and and it's just teaching them things, and they might don't realize that now. And that's just like, for instance, we do car washes. I let them wash the cars because now on that Saturday morning, you might say if you're struggling, or you might don't feel like getting up to go take your car to a car wash. You like, man, I got water, I got soap, I got a vacuum. Coach G showed me all this. I'm gonna get it in right here. You know, and and that's the joy I got of just teaching the kids other something than basketball. It's like. They my little brothers, you know, like, I don't, I don't like to call me their father, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, say yeah. You, when, when you're not with your parents, you minds not it. They minds, but they my little bros, and I'm going to teach them right, you know. I'm, and I'm not perfect, you know, like, I'm going to try to have my pants up around Well, I am going to have my pants up around them or try to watch what I say or, you know, how I might talk to a girl and, that's just it because I'm a, I'm a point guard. I'm a leader, so you gotta be a leader. And my guards, my guards run the team. You know, that's what Coach Black used to tell us. My guards run the team, and I tell them that it's zero excuses when we out there, straight like that. So 
that's that's all, you know. But I don't think Coach Carter gonna pack up and leave though. Okay. And, and man, I love the way that you break that down, and I appreciate you doing that because I have had nobody ever to break it down his program the way that you did. I don't even think right. that he's even done that. Right, right. You know, honestly, he he really got a great platform. I think he got a oh him and his mom is running that. Okay, like you know what I'm saying. Man? His mom is a, a older woman. I ain't gonna say like she older till she out that door, but Mom Deuce is helping to run run that program. Okay. And honestly, the program is actually getting kids in school. Then it might don't be Dukes in Kentucky or schools you heard about, but see, people don't get him his roses. Like when you commit to a JUCO and you wind up going D one, remember who got you in that JUCO for you to go D one. Okay. You know, like man, dude, dude, believed in me so much, man. He didn't put me on the phone with Boston, um, Baltimore College, mm-hmm. to try to get down there and be assistance, but the money wasn't adding up. I'm like, nah, I'm not about to pack it up and leave, you know, because like I don't like to to my own home, but like I really can coach, you know. So um, his program is is really some big like for Richmond, like you know, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me here. When the Ben Wallace thing was going on, do you remember college players playing in it? That was in college. Well, I think it was college, a couple college dudes playing in Ben Wallace's okay. program. Okay. I think Coach Carter, if I'm not mistaken, was the one who helped him get his sanction. College oh. sanction. You know, so that's big. And see, a lot of people wouldn't talk about that or give him the roses that he need. Like, do also build build um a funding way for kids. Like he got a non profit. Okay. So now I ain't gonna lie, I was part of it. Okay. I was one of them kids waking up Friday, Saturday, or after school, or in summertime, Friday, Saturday, me, my sister, my cousin Lil J, mm-hmm. we're gonna stand in front of Sam Club. We're gonna stand in front of Lodes. Yeah, that's what I used Kroger. to see. Yeah, yeah Kroger. So, and then we're we're breaking down the assist program, asking for funding. Say if we make some good money even if we don't make good money he's splitting money with us so you know what yeah. I'm saying like that also showed you the business side of things and people don't see business side of things like the dude got an office he um he, he gives stuff to Goodwill and I ain't just saying this cause this is my man because we I don't kick it with him on a daily like you know but he he's a good dude and like he's he's really trying to he's really trying to put like He's doing what I'm trying to do. Or I'm doing what he's trying to do. I'm trying to shine some light on Richmond. Cause me and you talk, Virginia basketball is way behind. Like Yes. When oh. you ride past the basketball course, you're not gonna see no kids out there. When you up in up north in New Jersey, I lie to you not. This is where I met the filet dude at, Jesse Jones. A lot of you not. Swell my father. Six o'clock in the morning. Mm. My friend TJ and Rich was knocking on my window. I, I lived downstairs at my grandma's house. Okay. We about to go to the court. As I hit that corner, you heard basketballs bounce. Right. You don't see that no more, man. Dog. A lot of you not like it's no up there. You got Ruckers. That's up north. You got Ruckers Park. You got um Branchbrook down north. You know. So like, big shout out to like I said to my to my stepfather. My I like to call him my real pops. Moo. Because I seen what basketball in that jersey life was, yo. See, no, I was right around the corner. Okay. I, rem- I remember when I first met Kyrie, I didn't even know who Kyrie Irving was. And wow. this before he played, like, NBA and all this. Okay. I- 
his dad was named the Ice Man. His dad was out yep. there cooking more than him. I remember I got pro sample Kyrie's from his dad one day. This now Kyrie was in the lead. Okay. And I'm going back from the corner with shoes all on my back. My grandma like, where you get those shoes from? Mm. Like some <laughs> man around the corner. I come back to the party like, bro, that was Kyrie dad. I'm like, what? Wow. This when he played, you know Kyrie played with the Cavs at the time. Right, the Cavs, like, right. That what? was his first team. So he had Jersey, he had Jersey lit. So Jersey was a big help in my in my basketball game. And <clears throat> rest in peace, Grandma Sandra. Man. And see, you it, it's funny because I think in all sports, especially basketball, we're so behind because I was watching a podcast. Well, I'm on a podcast, it was in the seven five seven group. And the guy, Coach Red, the coach the Coat Boys. Okay. And he was just talking about how everything is just so behind. Right. You know, and, you know, we have to do a better job with doing this and doing that. And it's funny you say that nobody's on the basketball court anybody. Nope. No, everybody wants to be in the gym training. With a camera but, in their face. Right, with a camera in their face to say this. But nobody's actually out on the court playing and competing like how we used to, man. And I don't know if, if that's part of it. It's our fault as parents. Because right. again, we took the kids out of the city, some of us, and moved to the county right. because of the crime. Right. But what I did with mine, I took them back to the city. Right. You know, he his first year playing basketball, he played it at GH Reed. Okay. You know, so that's what I did. And then from there, it took off. But he played outside, and I took him to different places, high skids, pine camp. Right. You know, but nowadays, man, you know, I, I mean, I still kept that going, but nowadays, these parents just don't do that no more. And, and, and it's called running running from your problems. And, and I wouldn't say, like, not adults, but, like, kids. Like, um, it was an honor to play, like, at Pine County with the older kids. Oh, yeah, man. Or, like, all the Shimmeraz or, yep. like, Townsburg, all of them out there. Because even though you was getting that wreck or they letting you play, mm -hmm. they also showed you and taught you the game. Like, look, you go yep. through here, you cut this way. Yep. Now you don't see that no more don't because see it no more, man. everybody wanna uh uh get a shot and they going through it. Like now uh, for instance, my AU team, I coach fifth and like my fourth grade is going to fifth grade. And okay. We played that smoke this year, like and that I really woke my eyes back up to what AU was. Um so like my sixth grade mob, or my like I just put that mob together and they're gonna be Something scary, man. You be spending a lot of time with those kids, man. Yeah, I, I love them, and I have to commend you for that because I can see the genuine love, right? And a lot of times, people kind of do it to even when you be like doing your lives and just doing your videos, you actually right. be teaching them life skills, right? Right, right. And right. I was just like, man, you, you don't see that. It's not like you be just doing you, you actually spending time with them, but them kids be enjoying themselves, man. right? And, I, and my father. My father moved, you know, him coaching us at Shimarazo mm -hmm. every Saturday morning, that was game day. And every Saturday morning before the game, my father went to McDonald's. It was chicken business, because we Muslim, we don't eat pork. So it was chicken business <laughs> and um, hash browns. Okay. It was like 12 of us on the team. And it wasn't a big deal to me, because I got, you know, I got the Jordans and I, I ate at home. So now I realize, like, dang, my dad was, he was a neighborhood hero in my eyes. I know also in their eyes because when they see him, Uncle Moo, right. Coach Moo, hey, Miss Candy, you know, my mom. So, 
And this was midgets. The Pee Wees and Juniors didn't have New Jersey's. We did. Mm-hmm. All the mo- and this no donations. This out of my father's and mom's pockets. I had an wow. older cousin named Trey Deuce that played on the junior team. Okay. And it got to the point that my mom and them started to buy food for the junior squad too. Because wow. at the games, their parents wasn't coming. And we might leave until my mom caught on one day. was like, I'm going to stay back and support the juniors too. So now I'm sitting back watching them too. You know, so like that shows me what I'm doing with my AAU squad now. Like we might, it ain't going to say my team, but you might got some kids out there, man, that's busting their tail off or just love the game and their mom. I ain't gonna see nothing in their life, but mom might gotta work that Saturday. That's true. So the yeah. coach, see, er, see, and that this this what you call the outside looking in. Everybody always be like, man, that man, mom ain't never at the game. All this, mom might be a single parent. Dad might be incarcerated. That's, Dad might don't get all dead. of that. So mom gotta work, and y'all might don't know that mom rent might be fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Mom rent might be even if it's nine hundred. It mom just got rent, right? So she gotta work. You know, and I got some friends like that who mom had to work. And fortunately, my mom, my dad, they made every game. Even if games they couldn't make, they were still calling me. So, for instance, with me, I dig into my players. I'm not going to need a lie. But at the end of the day, I still know they kids. So, I'm going to big them up. We going to go have fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit laser course. Like with me with AU, we not just staying in Richmond. We're going out of town. Right. I want my kids to know, like, oh, I can move to Atlanta. I can move to Houston. It's something right. bigger. Because let's be honest, everybody not going to play D2. I mean, D1. Everybody not going to play D2. Nope. Some people might just stop after high school. After high school. But with yeah. that experience with me, it's like Coach G showed me something more than just basketball. You know, I let them cook, cook on the food truck. We, we, you know, did car wash. Just life lessons. And just like brothers, like I got kids from Jackson Ward, Mosby on my team, some from the county. And it just it shows like I'm trying to break a curse. Like he might get a pass one day, like, or not just one day for the, his life. Like, bro, I don't care if you're from Mosby. And this kid from Jackson Ward, that's my brother. Mm-hmm. Or I'm from Jackson Ward. No, nah, that's my brother, bro. Y'all can't do that. That's true. You know, and. And that that's a lot like with me, like I think ball players, we got this thing of wanting to be gangster and hood. And it, it ain't nothing wrong with being tough. Don't let nobody punk you on the court. Like right. I'm a dog, but off the court, man, it's 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 cool to be cool and just laid back and not be no punk. And I I had to start realizing that honestly, I think that was what was part of like my my mess up. I was in the mix of, of looking up to some of the wrong dudes, and I wanted to be like, because you know I got kicked out of Virginia Union. I got kicked. Oh, off, I didn't know I that. Got, I got I got kicked off the team. And who was coaching there? Coach Luke. Oh, that's right. But yeah. Honestly, it it wasn't Coach Luke' decision. It was like the AD decision. Okay. So. Right. Even though, like, I was, I started point guard there. Yeah, because he talked about that a little bit when he was on. Yeah, I, I started point guard there. And Coach Luke actually saved me a lot. I punched off one of my players, one of my teammates in open gym. Then swung on one of my players before the North, North State game. 
And honestly, the dude gave me chance to have a chance. So I had this in my mind, like, nah, ain't nobody gonna punk me. Like, y'all niggas, y'all don't know who I am. But it wasn't about that. It was like, now that I'm mature, I'm like, bro, I could have really did this. I probably could have been overseas somewhere because, like I said, my IQ impeccable. So it was like all I had to do was hit them books, stay in the gym, and just lay back, you know. But it was just like, no, you ain't going to do this. No, you ain't going to do that. I ain't going to let nobody punk me. So it's like now, all right, I see. I see, like, and like I said, I might tweak a little thing, but I'm glad God opened my eyes because it's just it's bigger stuff in life than mm-hmm. just basketball. But <clears throat> I will always be around the game because I love the game. Hopefully my little boy wind up, you know, picking up that rock, which yeah, he already doing. But he already doing. Every time I see him, he told it. Yeah, so, you know, I, basketball have, was it was like therapy in my life. So it, it really helped me a lot with the downs, you know, the downs and the ups. It's like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But, that, you know, with a roller coaster, it it, it once they a roller coaster stop until you press that button again, and mine stopped until the pro to the pro love day came and I pressed that button again. Man, I mean we made it to the championship. And yeah, y'all I'm, did. I'm happy about that. And uh, you was on there coaching. You right. were doing some of every right, right. And if you look, you look at some of the vets like. You know, Vince Carter wasn't around because he still was he can dunk or he still can play. He was around for his veteran skills or. My fans and my team is Miami Heat's. Udon is not around because he can play. Right. He's around because he's a vet. He's he's like another coach. That's he, right. He's getting paid for, to be a coach, honestly. Right. That's what he's doing. Oh, so, you know, like um, and they, Miami do a great job of that too. Definitely, like uh, another another like. See, I love point guards. Before before I was, I liked it like Chris Paul. Steve Nash was my favorite point guard. Okay. And he thought of my, he was the best one-two punch. And I can see that too, man, because when you was, y'all was playing, man, you was just like setting them up, and next thing you know, you were just dropping it either like somebody somebody was won't dunking it, but they was coming just like right. as if they were going right, to dunk right, it. Right, right, right. And that's, like, that was like the Coach Black in my head. You get everybody involved your time because – You had everybody in that gym standing up, man. You had Mac, everybody, man, like <laughs> GD, shout out GD. Coach, shout out Coach Mac. But yes, see, sir. Coach Black used to always say some real stuff. 10 and 10 is a good game. In my head, hell no. I want 20 points. Okay. I want 20 and 10. Or I want 20 and nothing. Like, right. I just want dub. But 10 and 10 will actually get you paid. It sure will. <laughs> you know, so. See, look, 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 ask Ben Wallace. Yeah. You know, right. You, you know, know, look at him. So. Look at Pat. Run. Look at Pat. Look at Patrick Beverly. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, because dudes playing their role and they playing it well. And, and that's what's getting them paid. Like, if I can do it all over again. If I if I had this IQ or this mentality that I had again, Henrico wouldn't stand a chance with us. And I'm I can promise you that. And 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 one thing about it, they had some because you know what? I got that leadership in me now that you couldn't just talk to Willie like, nigga, what the hell you doing? You taking them dumb. You had to really talk to it. Like, come on, hey, bro, I'm gonna get you your shots, bro. Right. Like how Kwame talked right, to me. Right, right, like, right. Bro, I got you, bro. Like, I'm telling you, you know, so that leadership now, because Tutu was automatically humble. But yeah, yeah. Willie was a different type of breed. He was a beast. <laughs> yeah, like he, he was. said, he gonna get up his shots. That's no question. He definitely, his confidence you got is like, he don't care. Line. You know, like, so, I, man, look, I'm gonna tell you a story. One time, we was, we was going down the road 
um the Hampton. We this how we just started traveling with um John Marshall. Okay. I can't remember who he played. I think it was like Booker T. Man, this, I Willie didn't miss. Mm. I was like, dog. And I was just getting assistance from just he'll be standing right here. It was like boop. He going up. And he got a pretty form. And he got a pretty form. One of the prettiest hit. shots I've ever seen. I'm gonna hit. And and him, like, you know, like Willie was a head case. But he had yeah, a he talent. detailed it for us. Yeah, he had a, he had a talent that you could, <laughs> he had a talent that you couldn't teach. Tomo, like I said, he just had a God gift body and all that. But adding now Tutu, me having them on the court with me was like after I get to the old, I can just look up and two dribbles he get into that cup. That's just like the IQ wise. Remember when he was drip, going between tween? I know his game. He go tween tween. He throwing that thing back left, and I was like, that wasn't Coach Carter called it. Go trap him. Right. That was me. I'm like, I gotta go. He, he had a a freshman. He's about to go to college. Um, Deontay or whatever his name was mm-hmm. on him. I'm like, Tutu's about to get his boy. Tutu gonna give you. Buckets. So I had I had to step over. You know, shout out to two. They used to call William Two Flight 105. Man, them dudes. Man, like I said, the best scoring. Tandem in the 2010s, definitely. That in this in this city, probably in this state, they had seen. Definitely, honestly, people don't know. We supposed to got Jarrese that year. Jarrese Cooley, he went to um Huguenot. Really? If we would have got Jarrese, man, I know his dad, man. Yeah, we would have got Jarrese. It would have been it would have been a problem, you know. But once again, like about them Henrico dudes, I watched Armstrong beat them down by six. Cooley set the tone. And they was a family. And them dudes was all together. You know, with John Marshall, we probably just hung with each other during season and basketball practice. You see these dudes with each other's parties. Now I'm talking about him right going on scrum parties. Outside. You know, me and Willie and Tutu hung together, but it was always around some basketball. Right. You no, know, these dudes was really hanging with each other. Of course, we went to football games with each other, but you couldn't separate like them Henrico, like Jordan and Tim. They they was always with They're each always other. Always together. Jay, Jay and them dudes was always with each other. Cooley was always with Rob. You know, and you might still see that mob together today. Mm-hmm. You know, but that goes for basketball. Think of, for instance, Spurs. When 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 Tony Parker and them that guys was there, you can tell they really loved each other. Yeah, that's why you they know, won like, so much. Right, right. Might have been not the typical basketball that you would see. But, right, right. But they won. Right. It wasn't like they had a they they had a Kobe on their team. Right. Just all them guys loved each they other. They loved each other. Right. Yeah, so that, that's a great. And basically, that's what I'm trying to build with my AAU team because like I got this guard now. His name, if I'm mistaken, his last name is Bailey Aki. The the little dude is probably like five foot four, five four eight, but the heart of a lion. Mm-hmm. And you're not taking that ball from him. You're not punking him. He's the leader, and he's going to go. Mm-hmm. The only thing about it, he got what I used to have a little attitude. But we gonna, um, Coach G gonna fix all that. And I, I got Joe, I got um Joey Rodriguez on my team. Really? Yeah, Jay. He, he shoot the ball from deep. Shoot, he shoots the ball. Catch and shoot. That's VCU, right, Joey. Yeah. VCU. Only thing he don't do, he don't move his feet like his father. Oh yeah. He's slow. He a big. He gonna be a big guard though. Okay. Wow. I didn't so. know they was they. They from up here. I mean, well, I know he from Florida, but 
<clears throat> Joey yeah. was, but wow. Yeah, so yeah, I got I got him. It was a blessing getting them. Like um like I'm really recruiting with this AAU thing. Like I'm trying to recruit from Richmond to down down the Virginia Beach area. Okay. Down to Petersburg. See and Charles City. You never really hear about people talk about Charles City. No, other than them, but it's always it's always it's always missing jewels somewhere, right? And you just as a as a recruiter, you just gotta go search. Like Frank Mason, he was only recruited by Townsend, right? He took that extra mess and nothing here. I watched it in, in Vegas. He killed Ohio Red, yeah, and made that coach stay another day, right? Right. The, the Kansas assistant coach. I, I, I watched day. it because we lost to the Oklahoma Soldiers. And I was having a hella, I was having a hella like tournament run up there um, in Vegas, but we lost the Oklahoma Soldiers that year. And <clears throat> the joy of AAU, man, I, I didn't play against some NBA players. Um, Julius Randle, and he played for Texas Titans. Um, Jalen, they always I mean, not Jalen Hudson. Um, Jalen, Jalen Green, yeah, Jalen Brown. It, I mean, Jalen Brown. Brown. Yeah, against, CJ talked about him. Yeah, I played against the Houston him. Houston Defender Twins. They um they went to Kentucky, the Harrison twins. Harrison twins, yeah. They they was tough. Um of course Kill Carr, that's my man. That's that's like Crime a brother. Stopper. Yeah, definitely. Um played against him. I, I I played against a lot of um it was this guy named Nigel. I don't know what happened to him, but like I tell you, I always watch basketball like um Villanova. You remember Scotty Reynolds? Who don't and, remember Scotty Reynolds in Virginia? You remember, you remember Cheeks, number 10? Yeah. I, I, I loved, like, it was to the point my dad was calling me, I was switching teams because I went from North Carolina to Duke, J.J. Riddick, every Saturday. I didn't, This was before, like, we even had flash screens. I was watching that jungle one of them little booty TVs. <laughs> boy, J.J. Riddick shot that mm. thing. And um, I, I went from, from that to Villanova. And then I went to from Kentucky because my speed of how I get down the court, I'm like, bro, John Wall. John Wall at that basketball speed. Yeah, him and Eric, him and Eric Blesser used to get down hills so crazy. But when he got to the lead, you see John Wall first year he struggled. Right. Right. So my knowledge for the game is if it was if it was a college course, I might teach the class. Honestly. And I'm still learning. Like I still love like to to play against them VCU guys and, and listen to um Rozelle speak. Brandon Rozelle. You know, yeah, like even know. like when Coach Rudy used to have let Eric Maynard come talk to us, I used mm -hmm. to soak it all in. It was free game. You know, like and that's what I think kids don't do now. They they not really soaking it in. We gotta really soak it in. if if Ben Wallace ever talk, I'm listening. He's a Hall of Famer. You know. I'm going to try to soak it, take it all in. And anybody that went to a higher level than me, I'm going to soak it all in. So what do you think that we have to do in order to fix that problem? With the kids? As far as, because Luke gave his, what he thought, but. I mean, honestly. In your opinion. Stop, stop, stop running from the grind. It's no, let me sit up for this. It's, it's, it's no coach or well, it ain't no training that can get you that D1 off. Right. It, it's no coach that can get you that D1 off. See, like, with me, for instance, I thought running to John Marshall I was going to get a Division One scholarship. 
and that's just who's gonna be it. But it's a grind. I went to the Juco in Nebraska, bro. And we was waking up five o'clock in the morning with weights over our head with a coach yelling in your face like this. Mm. And I'm like, bro, I want to go home. This ain't what it is. But honestly, John Marshall is one of the next programs that get you ready. I know when I was there, they get you ready for Division One basketball. They get you ready for college basketball. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, when I got the Union, I didn't struggle. And you can ask Luke that. I, did, I didn't struggle. But now, like, to the kids, it's like, even if you going to college, you about to go to college, don't, don't run from that grind. Because one thing about it, somebody's always watching. Even when you think your coach not watching you, like, you don't know. Like he knows, and best believe is a snitch on the team. That that you know that guard that right beside you, that both of y'all play the same position. He telling on you. You know he is. You know so, hit them weights. Get that. Get them extra shots up. Run that track. You know like get get that win in. It, off season is the best season. So you know get that grind in. Work on work on work on your game. Study the game. Like no trainer no training can help you. You can help yourself, or a train, training can only try to perfect your craft. But as you doing what your training showed you after y'all workouts, are you only working out just on Mondays and Thursdays and just calling it that? If you really want it, Monday through Sunday, it can't be a, it can't be a, it can't be a um, what's the word I'm looking for? A hobby no more. Mm. It got to be a job. So every time you step on that court, it got to be serious, right? You right. know, like, you're a guard, you should be shooting 85, 90% knocking down free throws. And I think a lot of people, like, even from down to big man, kids that fell in love with, like, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Right. You know, shooting long three balls. But if you go look at, like, the guys like Jimmy Butler, they straight one-two pull up, one-two bump. They don't take later. a lot of, yeah. They exactly. Don't, yeah, they you don't. know, Melo, one-two pull up. Paul Spears, one-two pull up. Kobe, one-two pull up. You know, a lot of people. A lot of people. You're not gonna have that Kari in you. Mm-hmm. Not gonna have that AI in you. You know, like do what you do, and and do it well. You know, like mm-hmm. and don't let nobody tell you what you can do. Like work. You want to get bigger. Work. You want to get stronger. Work. You want to get faster. Work. That's all it is. And have zero excuses about it. You know, you a man. Mommy and daddy can't save you, and that's the problem. We'll get off somewhere like. Say if we go to a college in Texas and we're not liking it, you can just call home like mom want to come home to the moms and fathers. I'm not trying to teach you how to raise your child, but let them stick it out. The season ain't even started yet. Right. Yeah. Let let them stick it out. Let them go through this. Let them go through their year and try to figure it out themselves. Right. Because one thing I realized, <clears throat> recipes my grandmother in Jersey. <clears throat> you know when she died, I seen the pain in my father's face. And I went through it when I lost my real dad. Like, even though I lost him at 12, but I still hurt now. But to the parents, you're not going to always be there. And that's that's a fact. You know, so we got to learn how to adapt without them. You know, like, let them eat some oodles and noodles at night. They be all right. Mm-hmm. I was okay. They better learn how to make sandwiches, walk up the street to the market. That's right. You know, I ain't have no car in college. Like, I walked up the street to the market making sandwiches, you know, and, and that that just is what it is. But it 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 builds a man, it builds a young lady. Everybody not gonna have the luxury Division One, you know. Like you gonna have to go to JUCO, you gonna have to go to a D two, 
you know, like with 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 a cold with with a water not never got dagging on hot because you missed it and it's always cold because you coming from practice. I went through that. <clears> oh, <throat> you got to go to practice smelling like shit. Like mm. it, it is. I mean, you got to go right. to class smelling like shit. It is what it is. It's a grind. You can't you can't get caught up into the parties and stuff. Yeah, you got to know you there for a business and yo. You sign up for basketball, your body, your last name is a business. That's right. And that's so crazy. I was watching the podcast. Kevin Durant said it. It's a, it's a business. And it is what it is. Like, bro, they will recruit over your ass. I tell my sister that all the time. Like, you gotta do you gotta do what you do and stand out. You can pick up 94 feet, you pick up. You coming to college, you 18, 19, you might, you might got a senior guard. In front of you, twenty six years old, grown ass man, grown woman. You think they gonna let you try to take that position? Nah, it ain't gonna go like you that. You want to fight for that? Yeah, you gonna have to fight, and that's with anything, jobs, anything. You want to be a boss? You gotta show them that you got what it takes to be a boss. That's all. You know. What? Look, we had two weeks in a row where you had some people then drop some jewels, man. GD. <laughs> Hey, you know, bro, I, I appreciate all of this, man, but I want to ask you another question before you get up out of here. What's up? What's up? We, we didn't get to talk about CT. I remember you mentioned CT. Oh, girl. man. And give I, us a few, you know, just give us a little bit about CT. So around this time, is a business. Coach White and them team loads. Jonathan had came from VCU, um, the one that went to VCU. And it was like, was they going to keep me around or was they not going to keep me around? And this is why I talk about running. I'm de- I wouldn't say I was running, but I'm like, bro, y'all talking about me not starting. Like, I, I, I bring the dog to this team. Mm-hmm. So, boom, Coach CT had room for me. He had a north side kid that I was cool with, Redrell Lee, a dog. I played. I didn't know Coach CT was smart in basketball till we went up to D.C. And I, they had me coming off the bench behind this dude, O. And this when I really knew CT, knew basketball. <clears throat> he put me in a game. And I wound up having like 26 this game, me and Drell. And you know, halftime come, he like, gee, go back in. Like, oh, sound like CT. I'm starting. Because CT want to win. And Get get some get some some well white boys put together like they can play. So, Coach CT was just dropping jewels in my ear like, come off a pick and roll, go here, throw it over here. And this I never worked out with him none of that. He just teaching me the game. So it's like, dang, Coach CT smart. So, boom, go back to the hotel. Still chopping them about basketball. Got another game next morning. Boom, I get the plan. We won that game. Coming back down the road, Coach CT telling me how well of a guard I am. He think I can go somewhere with it, you know. And now I'm rocking with Coach CT and them. So um, I'm playing with him, and you know we keeping up with each other. Or every time he see me, he asks me how how it's going. Or you know, I didn't get that. I didn't get that um that joy of playing for him when I got to John Marshall. So like. Everything that Willie and Ty Hill and all them guys that was there before me said about him is absolutely true. Like, dude is a 
is a is a great he's a great person first off but he's a great coach and you know like just because you know how to play basketball don't mean you know how to coach and there's a lot of people out here like that right but he definitely can honestly i remember when you were watching him up at hodge to play basketball he definitely can play basketball but he definitely knows the game of basketball he knows his x's and o's and i and i love that about him like and because i don't think no coach can out coach me in richmond or like period mm -hmm. but like when certain dudes like him talk lukeman talk um coach black talk also coach rudy i listen you know like uh okay you know, Rudy Rudy Dead was is a Hall of Fame man. Um, Maggie Walker. Yeah, he was one of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You say Rudy Cunningham back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So even going over Coach Rudy House in the seventies, like I'll go kick it in the room with with Big Rudy, and get jewels from him, and I actually be listening. And it's crazy because I see myself telling my players that, and I be like, damn, I'm getting old. <laughs> you know, like, but. It's, it's, it's not getting older, it's maturity. Right. You that's know, so, <clears throat> and that's what I just love it, like, about about basketball, just, like, the maturity and the joys you get for other people. But um, <clears throat> I can't wait the next love day, too, because y'all see me getting back in shape. And it's <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing you, bro. I've been seeing you. I, like I said, I was like, he coming back, man. So I ain't going to say I'm making no overseas. I would love to play overseas. I definitely, especially some of the leads I be seeing, like I feel like I can play in, but I ain't gonna say I'm overseas. Really, I'm I'm really doing it to show my players that <clears throat> I'm gonna be running up inside, up inside that sideline, up and down that sideline with you. But my son is a big reason why I'm getting in shape because I I st I don't want to be that dad belly sticking out, telling them what I used to do. <laughs> I want to still be able to get active with him. That's right, you know, and whip up whip up on his ass. And, you know, show him until until he be able to beat me. More so, you know, like um, yeah, it's a joy being a father, man. So, well, that's good, man, and that's that's good to hear from you. I, I, I appreciate you know them jewels that you dropped because I learned a lot from you today just listening to you, man. No and I just want to thank you for for reaching out to me, man, and dropping what you you dropped because you you said you had a story. You you said that you wanted to. To just you know say you know a lot of people you you were forgotten right and right and, right. And I'm glad, but it's always been like that right. It's all yeah. it's all I always been the underdog. Me and my sister, you know, like we always been like that. Like no no lie. Like I didn't have a bunch of friends that was not like Yaki is my brother. You always like that. yeah like so. I played with him even when I played for Parkway. Parkway was part of my, some of my success too, like the 94 feet pressing up. Yeah, 90. Like I say Coach Parkway the one soft on me because the Virginia Union guys don't press up 94 feet. Mm. You know, that was Coach Parkway, 94 feet. Right. But he might mature and calm down and, you know, like another way of coaching the guys. But I always been an underdog. And there was no – it's no problem to that. I love being an underdog, you know, because when you win – as though we won't plan for real. When you lose, we supposed to, they supposed to did that. Mm -hmm. But against me, you're not going to punk me on that court. I don't care who you is. I'm going to give it 110% and 
and my sister gonna give it a hundred ten percent. So it's all it's always been like that. I don't I don't got nobody I can call to get in the gym and put up a thousand shots. I'm Shimmerazo, foot and hill, foot and bottom, getting them shots. So any part, me and my little sister, like um, I never really had that other than when I went to John Marshall and Coach Rudy had the key, but I never could call nobody to open up a gym for me to get them them shots. So and that's why I love the Jersey ball because. Outside is is like a gym to them, so yep. you know, and I and I I, I keep shouting on Jersey because I got a lot of my grind from there. But I love, like I said, I love that they forgot. They can keep on forgetting. I'm gonna keep whacking them upside their head every time they forget. So that's all. But yeah, man. But like I said, I I, I just again was want to thank you, man, for because a lot of stuff I didn't know about you. I just read about you in the paper. And I was like, man, who is this Gerard Dean McBride dude, <laughs> man? Just like, okay, another John Marshall guy, you know. But no, G, I want to thank you, man. I, I see the stuff that you're doing, man. No question. And I just want to say keep pushing. And like I said, just keep doing what you're doing out there. I'm definitely going to be looking out for you next year in the love day. No question. And and keep being the father because we need more of that. Definitely, definitely. And, and like I said, man, you know, just you know, we're gonna still keep in touch, bro. No question. And I, and I appreciate you, man. My man. Thank you for 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 doing that, man. Cause I was like, who's this dude hitting me up? <laughs> now? I'm like, I don't know this dude. <laughs> but no, but thank you so much, man. Anybody you want to shout out real quick, man? Um, before we sign out. Definitely shout out to to Zero Excuses on my AU team. Want to give a big shout out to my sister Paris McBride on um, with the nonprofit Save a Heart. For the for the less fortunate kids, um, shout out to all my coaches that that was a big influence on my life. Um, shout out Pip, man, long little Pip. Um, shout out all the guys playing basketball, the overseas, the the Vail League, all y'all. You just anybody for the love of the game of basketball, and big shout out for you for um, bringing me up here. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I, I love watching podcasts. Gillian, Gilly my guy, yeah, million dollar game. So that's that's why I definitely had to come over here and, and drop some jewels. And another thing, before, before I get out here, tell tell y'all this: <clears throat> you playing basketball, I'm gonna look dead in the camera. You playing any sports, basketball, football, you cannot be in the streets and play basketball or football. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. Them dudes that's gambling on y'all and, and 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 giving you money, thinking they love you, they gonna stop calling your phone when it's over with, bro. I'm telling you, and, and this happened. I'm telling you firsthand. So enjoy the process. Enjoy being a kid. You ain't gotta be a gangster, bro. You listen to all that music, but you ain't gotta be a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Treat <clears throat> treat yourself right. Treat treat yourself like the household you come from. Even if the household you come from ain't where you want to be, make it your job to get y'all out of there. And it ain't even just got to be basketball. You getting your mom getting that car saying you got a full scholarship no matter if it's Division One or Division Two or Division Three part-time scholarship. It's a scholarship, you know, and that's on that. Peace and love, man. Peace and love, everybody. And we gonna sign out. Just want everybody to know, got the legend in here. Rest in peace, baby Charles Holland, yes, legend. Rest in peace. I want, we got this in today, man. So I just want everybody to see that, man. 
That's what you're going to see from now. Holland Park, Richmond legend right here. Yes, man. sir. Next week, I think it's going to be a couple of weeks getting the street named after him, man. So That's tough. That's tough. So, yeah. That's so tough. For Ball of the VA, from G. Dean, make sure y'all like, subscribe, comment, please. We need that. That's how we keep the lights on in here. And we out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.